Hello, welcome to the Healthy Alternatives podcast. I am Dr. Christine Sauer with DocChristine.com. Today's show is a recording of my radio show of the same name. Enjoy! Good afternoon, this is Dr. Christine Sauer, your host of the show Healthy Alternatives, here on 97.5 CIOE FM with live stream on communityradio.ca every Thursday at 12 noon Atlantic Standard Time. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, I will talk mostly with guests about all aspects of health, healthcare and wellness, from conventional to alternative and everything in between. My mission for this radio show is to help change people's lives for the better by informing them about different options to get and stay healthy and well so they can choose for themselves which option might work in their case. And if you feel you are stuck in a dark place, I want to tell you, don't give up. There is a light at the end of the tunnel for you too. Hello everyone, this is Dr. Christine Sauer here on Healthy Alternatives and today I'm extremely excited to have again Mrs. Julie Danilok on my program. Welcome, Julie. Oh, it's so wonderful to be back. Thank you so much. I just uh, love how much you know, uh, and it's great that you uh, build this opportunity for everyone to share. And the same for you. And just a little bit about Julie for those who don't know her. Julie is a nutritionist and a TV personality and the award-winning best-selling author of Meals That Heal Inflammation and Slimming Meals That Heal and her third book, Hot Detox. It was in the Canadian bestseller list for 11 weeks in 2017 and already is in second printing. Congratulations, Julie. Yeah, it feels wonderful. I've just yeah. absolutely loved uh, touring and, and sharing health information, especially about detoxification, because don't you agree that there's so much misinformation about detoxification? Absolutely. Yeah. We can yeah. get right into it, or you can sure. talk a little bit more that you have been on many TV shows, and many people will know the Dr. Oz show. You were on it, and you worked with Marilyn Dennis. Yeah, I've had nine oh years of being Marilyn Dennis's uh, nutritionist, and, and it's such an honor because she really is, uh, I think, the most well-known TV host in all of Canada, and she's just so loving and generous, and that's one thing that's very authentic about her that I think resonates with the audience. So yeah, to be part of that, I, I have a big segment coming up where we're going to talk about how to boost your energy over the holidays, and that sort of information I think is, is really needed how many people do you know come to see you because they have chronic fatigue or they have fibromyalgia or they have a real breakdown in their mitochondria in the in the energy producing uh definite little mitochondria within every cell of our body we need to nourish it yes. and therefore nutrition is the backbone of energy and i, I can't them wait to share energy generators of our body and <laughs> yeah. in case if you can hear a little dog barking we have a new puppy and oh too quiet right now yeah well puppies are good for boosting our, our feel-good hormones Okay, you just woke up for a little bit. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, I just was saying your puppy is very mood elevating, so I can see why you got a puppy. 
Absolutely. It's an emotional support dog. Mm, that's wonderful. <laughs> now, talk a little bit about your story and why you became a nutritionist in the first place, because it is amazing and many people should know about it. I have a two-tiered story. So first up, my mother helped me heal attention deficit disorder. And a lot of people will say, how do you heal a attention deficit? Well, I know that most people will consider I'm in remission and I would agree with them, but I truly feel I was able to heal a great deal of my symptoms and, and move to a really productive place because my mother took me off all refined food and all um, dyes and artificial foods. So when all the red dye and the BHT and the MSG and the white sugar came out of my diet, all of a sudden I went from being sleepless and cranky and really doing horribly in school to just just having a, a bubbly and happy shift in my mood and my energy. I was able to focus incredibly well. So now I'm able to write books. I mean, in the past, there's no way I would have this sort of attention to do that. So I'm just so grateful that my mother changed my diet at seven, which really instilled in me a love of nutrition. Sure, and then I knew you, you experienced the powerful effect of it. Yes, so early that I really locked in my head that food equals our mood and food equals our ability to perform. So I really got it on a very deep level. And then I nearly died in Thailand when I was traveling the world. And unfortunately, I came home with um, post-infectious colitis, which is quite common. My micro... You broke up there again. Yeah. Oh, Okay. So I had a profound uh, post-infectious colitis from nearly dying in, in Thailand from food poisoning. Um, and I just really was understanding, I just am checking, should we, should we try to hardline this if I'm breaking up consistently? It's up to you because mine is plugged in my ethernet. Yes. Alan, am I hardlined? Because I keep breaking up. He says I'm hardlined, so, so I don't know what the to best do. We get. Yeah, Just, I don't. When you wake up, we'll start again from that. And you were talking about your post-infectious colitis, sure. and then I cut it together. Yeah, sorry about that. So we'll just pretend that we start again. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Your Thailand travel, and I'll sure. cut it from there. Okay. So I was in Thailand, and I nearly died of food poisoning. And that caused post-infectious colitis. So when I came home, the colitis was bad enough that I ended up developing arthritis and bursitis symptoms, and that was getting me down. So I felt like I was a 60-year-old living in a 30-year-old body. And my husband was very loving and gentle and said, Julie, what are you going to do to heal? And that really shook me up. And I had this moment of, I have to do what it takes to heal. And I started to write down every single thing that was healing and researching everything that could cause the inflammation. And I really shifted my diet radically. And within a year, I was able to completely symptom free. Wow. So now Meals That Heal Inflammation was born out of that. And, and that is very amazing. And I know you do a lot about food and brain performance because we all need better brain performance unless 
we are already perfect. Um, I don't know nobody that is. <laughs> yeah. I know people I, I, that think they are, but uh, they don't know yet. Yeah. What I love about brain performance is that people don't realize what they're capable of. Yeah. When you clear your mind, when you have very, very calm and focused energy, you're able to give back and be a contribution and, and develop what you're meant to do on this planet, which gives you a deep level of satisfaction, which mm -hmm. is more important than, than chasing fleeting joy. So there's that fleeting pleasure that you get from eating, say, your favorite chip or your favorite chocolate or whatever treat that you like, but there's a deep satisfaction that comes from having your brain functional and for you being able to show up for people and be, you know, have a longer fuse and be incredibly positive. That requires sort of really focusing on the anti-inflammatory foods and the energy-enhancing tools, and that's why I've made it my life's mission. And, and that is wonderful. And you're the example how food can heal brain conditions. And as a brain health coach with Dr. Amen, I know it can be. And we have to take it to more people that think, oh, ADHD, I have to give my child Ritalin. That's the only thing that works. And it works in the short term, but it has so many side effects in the long term. I think we need to remember what Ritalin and, and Adderall really is. It's actually uh, speeding up the body, speeding up the nervous system is such a strong stimulant that it actually causes the child to crash. Yeah. So instead of a, us having a speed up and crash, why not nourish the, the nervous system to learn to self-regulate mm -hmm. and work with switching them from fight or flight into their parasympathetic, their relaxation response so that they can self-regulate and learn ways to calm themselves and in that calm happy space be able to be wildly creative because some of the most incredible um, entrepreneurs people who are wildly financially successful are actually attention deficit people once they've learned how to channel their energy um, they can be unstoppable so I just want to say that to anybody who themselves suffer from ADHD or has a child that has ADHD it can be it can be a gift if we get them past the profound symptoms that's so true and we have to start at the bottom which is the nutrition detox of all the toxins of our world that led to the increase in the first place mm -hmm. and then we can help them to build their brains so they actually are able to self-regulate Absolutely. So the first thing that I would do is take out the inflammatory foods mm -hmm. and children are, are very stressed out by foods that they're allergic to because when you eat something you're allergic to, you actually have a very profound stress response. So we often see a child with one cheek that goes red or they become very teary. Um, they become like really spastically hyper. They can't sleep. There's a lot of things that can happen in an allergic reaction that we have to just look for and to start to note uh, what they're eating and what might be their triggers. But the common ones for children are red dyes and other negative dyes. We have to remember those are actually extracted from cold tar. Those are, those are very harmful petrochemicals that really derange the brain. And really then we all artificial dyes and the yes. yellow tartrazine is really Tartrazine, and terrible. Mm. 
Absolutely. So all the all the dyes can be switched over. And the good news is you can get orange dye from carrots and you can get red dye from beets. Like mm. there are so many incredible dyes on the market now that are actually switching over to natural coloring. So you don't have to go without color. Your life doesn't have to become monochromatic for sure. Absolutely and the next not. Food has color. And if you <laughs> yes. real food, there is the color, the natural color. Absolutely. And yeah. then switching over from a high glycemic index sweetener like sucrose and the refined sucrose is specifically harmful to raw honey. Mm. Just that little switch in, in the work of uh, Dr. McBride, you, you're very well aware of uh, something called the GAPS protocol for children course, with yeah. ADHD mm -hmm. and psychological problems. Yeah. Just moving them from cane sugar over to raw honey mm -hmm. has a profound effect because there was a wonderful study done at University of McMaster where they took a group of mice and they fed one their entire lives uh, sugar in water. So their water was enriched with white sugar. And then the other group got honey in their water for their entire lifespan. And at the end of their life, they were able to measure their blood cortisol levels. And the honey group had a lower stress response than the sucrose group. But more importantly, the actual uh, honey group was able to find their way through the maze and stay very focused where the sugar group was developing dementia. Yeah. So it's so interesting, the difference. And I do yeah. think that plays a huge role in children's learning. And I think all the artificial... Uh, high fructose corn syrup that we make and all the other things that destroy the gut brain axis, the gut flora like glyphosate, Roundup, which is a real potent toxin. And we have it everywhere. I think there's no surprise that my entire childhood, my favorite thing to eat was Honey Nut Cheerios. It seems harmless enough. I wasn't eating Captain Crunch, but I was eating a food that's oats, which is the number one food for Roundup for having glyphosate. And then I also had piles of white refined sugar poured on that. And then I was having it with lots of milk, which was making me extremely mucousy. So I had rounds and rounds and rounds of antibiotics for bouts of pneumonia mm -hmm. that I would develop. So now I see how by having those rounds of antibiotics, I was killing off my good flora. So no wonder I ended up with a very weak condition, a weak digestive system, which led me to having the food yeah. poisoning. Yeah. So I really encourage everyone to look at where you can clear out uh, the high glyphosate foods by switching to organic when possible, especially with children, because they do not develop their livers till the age of seven. They cannot handle pesticides uh, as young children. It's more important for us to really prioritize organics for young children. Mm. And then of course, moving out, can you move out the white flour, white sugar, all of those really high insulin spiking carbohydrates that could be in the background of their behavior problems, their mm. anxiety, and just see what, what it's like to try it on. Because if you watch this most amazing movie called The Magic Pill, there's a great uh, opportunity for you to see a child who's profoundly um, struggling. She had so many behavior issues. She had learning issues. And by putting her on a lower carb, very high positive fat menu, getting rid of the sugar, the flour, the dairy, and really focusing on healing foods, this child's personality completely changed. And you yeah. see it right before your eyes. So it is good to uh, see the examples. It's definitely good. And I want to encourage all parents not to give up. 
get the whole family aboard because that's important if the father says, oh, just give him the candy if he wants it. And that's the problem because those kids, they crave the sugar, they crave the white flour because it causes a high in them. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned my studies. You certainly know the one with the rats where they gave them cocaine and heroin on one side and sugar on the other. And they choose the sugar over the drug because it's the same, same reaction in the brain. Dopamine. We have such a massive spike of dopamine. Oh, and dopamine oh is our reward hormone and our yes. happiness and our rush and our feeling good about ourselves. So, of course, we're just going to go for dopamine yes. as much as possible. So, and all addictions are yeah. in the brain and they're all the same, whether you're addicted to dopamine, alcohol, marijuana, cocaine, or sugar. Sugar or sugar. So that's been the biggest thing that I am wanting to conquer now. My next big phase of life is to help people break up with sugar. Yeah. And both of us are really working on the mental, mental health side. And mm. I've actually studied as an eating psychology coach so that I can help people see why can right. they not break up with sugar? What's the, what's, what is the reward? Yeah. What are they getting from it? And once they understand that, we can replace it. We can give you new found favorites yes. so that you have new ways of finding pleasure. And that's why when I wake up in the morning, I do a big yoga practice so that I have lots of rewards, lots of positivity to start my day. And if yeah. you can start your day right, I promise the rest of the day is just a natural. It just, it just flows in a really it good works, way. Works. For me, it's Tai Chi. I don't like yoga. It's bad for my back. I do Tai mm. Chi and mm. it has the same effect. It focuses mm -hmm. you, calms you, gives you energy at the same time. Mm -hmm. And after that, I have my gratitude journal and say, today I'm grateful for, there's always something. Yeah, always because and the that world the is filled. And then I plan my day. Who do I want to help today? What do I want to do today? What do I need to do? And sometimes it's things I really don't like to do. But hey, it's worth If you can tackle that in a in a chunk, right? And right. That is the big thing is, is always looking at short-term pleasure versus long-term fulfillment. Right. Because long-term fulfillment always has something that requires discipline. Yeah. So it's getting those, uh, our head wrapped around that and going for the long-term satisfaction yeah. is big, a big game changer for me. So yeah. important. And, and I help people with that too, because I did a lot of psychiatry myself and psychology over the years. And, and, and I find there's such an amazing transformation when you let go of all those shameful, guilty, bad feelings and transition to loving people and being of service, which is really our purpose in life, most of ours, and, and not to get more money, get better houses, get bigger cars. That is, may give you short-term satisfaction, as you said, but not long-term fulfillment. You got it. You got it. And I love so, the way you put it. You're so eloquent and no wonder you're on TV and in the books. And let's talk a little bit about your latest book, Hot Detox. Oh, yes. Hot Detox. So with the Hot Detox, um, I focus on all the different ways that we can get rid of the toxins through our different mm -hmm. organs. So that is, that is one of my favorite books that I've written, actually. I think the recipes are the easiest to create because a lot of it is just throwing things in a blender and blending it up. It's actually really easy Get to it. make that. Thank oh, you. That's so kind of you. Yay. 
So in the front of the book, there's a lot of really cool medical illustrations that walk you through the different organs. And of course, it all starts with your gut. You have to open your bowel to let the toxins get out of you because one in three people are actually constipated. There you go. Yes. Excellent. I yes. love the book. Great book. Yeah. Thank you so much. So you've got to make sure that your bowels stay nice and open and that you're able to eliminate. And don't be surprised if you're constipated. There's often two major underlying culprits. One, your stress response is switched on too hard. Mm-hmm. So you're stuck in fight or flight. When we're stuck in fight or flight, we have paralysis of our peristalsis. So our bowels freeze. And then we also could have a very poor microbiome health or a food allergy. If you're allergic to grains, you will often get very constipated. Mm -hmm. So if you're allergic to wheat specifically or other glutinous grains, your bowels often freeze up. But what's interesting is some people try and gluten-free and they don't get the results that they're after, so they give up on it. And I just want to say some people need to just take a little break from all grains and legumes just to see whether that complex carbohydrate that's filled with lectins and difficult to break down carbohydrates needs to just pause for a moment till we recalibrate our enzymes. We need to make enough enzymes on that lining of our small intestine. And if we regrow our microvilli to be able to withstand breaking apart carbs better, then we'll be able to handle it. So it's not a forever sentence, but some people find it is helpful and to try that really on. And there's a lot we can do to increase the gut health. Yes. And for myself, I use organic red fivey wheat and uh, ferment it overnight yes. to reduce the lectins and phytates. And that is actually a bread that makes the bowels move in a natural way. And many people that have constipation just lack fiber, lack fluid, lack magnesium, lack vitamin C. Yeah. All those make the bowels go better. Yeah, exactly. So it's so important for us to look for nutritional deficiency, for us to cut out temporarily any irritants until our bowels are stronger and can withstand it. And also in the cooking process, you spoke to fermentation. That's one way we can break down foods so they're easier to digest. Another one is to just cook it and cook it and cook it. And that's why I created the hot detox. If you stick something in a pressure cooker and just shatter it, it's going to be easier to digest. So it depends on your personal preference because not everybody wants to go the same route. And some people, when they have small intestinal bacteria overgrowth, otherwise known as SIBO, sometimes fermented food will make their stomach blow up like a balloon. So we want baby steps of, of putting in the good bacteria, but we might want to watch out for certain things like FOS or inulin or really complex long chains of carbohydrates really can be uh, something that feeds the wrong type of bacteria in our bowel and can end up with explosive gas. So if you're a big bloated person, watch out for that. And it is so important. And you probably know Julie Matthews and her work with ADHD and autism to heal that. And, and we talked about brain health and emotional eating and cravings. And, you know, you, Julia Ross and her amino acids, I have amazing results with those, with people that really crave sugar, can get off it. <clears throat> and the right amino acid eliminates the cravings and mm-hmm. they can suddenly stick to a healthier food diet. But the hot yeah, detox, amazing. does it include, include sauna? Because I find sauna is such an amazing hot way to detox. 
Yeah. So when we move from our bowel, then we want to talk liver and lymph and skin and, and all the other ways we get rid of toxins. Of the body. As it's a dermatologist, amazing. I know my skin. Yeah, it's incredible. So we have an infrared sauna. We love it. Yeah. And we encourage everybody to get hot. And the neat thing is just recently, just in the last few years, there's this brand new uh, piece of information where they now discovered something called heat shock proteins. And heat shock proteins are elicited when you get exceptionally hot. And these heat shock proteins are incredibly helpful to the body. What they do is prevent your proteins from misfolding. And they, that's really important because when we have our proteins fold correctly, we can prevent cancer, we can have regenerative uh, you know, age reversal, we can have a lot of helpful things happen when our, when our proteins are folding correctly. So definitely consider researching heat shock proteins and, and really look into the research. If you have a genetic history of Alzheimer's, we want to heat the body three times a week because there's a dramatic reduction in uh, the beta plaque that's in the background of causing Alzheimer's yes. for people who are willing to get hot consistently and move these these problematic plaques from the brain. And we that's also want to... Uh, sure. Sorry. Yeah. I also just want to uh, let people know the importance of if you have a cancer risk in your family, how helpful it is to detoxify through the skin because all... Like if we look, whether it's cancer or whether it's any sort of uh, heart disease, in all these different areas that I've researched, there's a dramatic decrease if we are to get hot three times a week. So that's really what we want to do is, you know, if you don't own an infrared sauna, how can you get hot? You can have a very hot bath. You could go to a gym and use the steam room. There's lots of different places that you can get hot. You could do a hot yoga class. What are, in your case, maybe warming up your room till you're sweating, doing whatever you'd like to do, like Tai Chi. You just want to get I hot. I sweat when I do Tai Chi. Hey, it's <laughs> exercise if you do it right. Yeah, exactly. It's cool. Not just a practice in art. And I just want to mention, I test people with Alzheimer's a lot and also ADHD. And many people have uh, heavy metal toxicity and there's no better way than getting them out of your body than a hot sauna yes it's it incredible for moving lead. but it may have side effects a hot sauna is good for you all around and gets rid of those heavy metals the gentle way i should say. yeah and I mean, as a person very gentle. Yeah. And the only thing that I will say as, a, as an important note is please put lots of minerals in your water. So mm -hmm. right now I put a touch of sea salt and a touch of trace minerals into my water so that I have a natural electrolyte balance because it's so easy to go into a hot sauna, lose your minerals through your sweat, and then your blood pressure drops. And we don't want you to feel dizzy or lightheaded or unwell because you can get nauseous once you're low blood pressure. So and please be careful so with that. important. And for me, I have to eat salt constantly because I have low salt, low pressure and Trace minerals, I see the trace mineral deficiency all over because people eat low salt, they don't eat Himalayan salt, they eat uh, regular salt, it's just sodium chloride and they are lacking trace mineral, often iodine, there's no energy. Yes. And, and, and so, uh, Julie, before we uh, wrap that off, I would love to have the people know how can they contact you, where are your books available, tell them a little bit about it so they can get to you. <laughs> 
Wonderful. Well, know that I have an amazing guide on my website right now. Uh, if you want to go get a guide on how to break up with sugar, that's a really popular topic. So I have that on my website at juliedamlek.com. And I also have a ton of cool stories that I constantly share on Instagram and Facebook. So just follow me at Julie Damlek on both of those feeds. And I also just want to uh, let people know that I'm, I'm starting a wonderful new program in the new year. So if you want to reach out to coach with us. We're certainly in love with um, helping people break up with sugar and flour and embrace their ha their happiest and healthiest self. So thank you so much. Oh, and my book is available everywhere. Thank goodness. It's, an Am it's on Amazon. It's an Indigo and chapters. And I'm so grateful that my book is available everywhere. And it's not just a great hot detox, but it's also meals that heal inflammation and Slimming meals that heal. Yes. Oh my Thank God. You. In the new year, who doesn't want to lose weight? And yes, you can contact me. I have a great weight loss program. But hey, Julie's book is a great start. Thank Go you. For it. That's amazing. Thank you so much for, I, I just so appreciate these conversations and um, I feel like I'm getting to know you. I can't wait to meet you live. <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to, and okay. it's a pleasure to talk with you anytime because you're extremely knowledgeable and very well spoken. And I thank love you. that. Thank Aww, you so thank much. You. And this brings us to the end of today's show. Please don't hesitate to contact me with any questions, thoughts, comments or suggestions. Or if you'd like to contact me, my email here is christine at communityradio.ca or you can contact me through my website docchristine.com d-o-c-c-h-r-i-s-t-i-n-e dot com. I'm always grateful for any feedback. You might not know this, but this is a volunteer-run, non-profit radio station. And we even have an art gallery. If you're local and you'd like to drop in, we are at 11 Glendale Avenue, Lower Sackville, Nova Scotia. Thank you all for listening to Healthy Alternatives. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer. Tune in next Thursday at noon on 97.5 CIOE FM Community Radio with live stream on communityradio.ca for the next episode. Goodbye and have a great day.